Jai Shri Krishna, everyone. Welcome. Today, I want to share with you something that pisses me off. <laughs> it is something Christians do to convert you to Jesus, to being a Christian, to giving up your religion. And it's a little thing they do that's very subtle. And I don't know if a lot of people pick it up, so I want to share it with you to stop you from being fooled, essentially. Today's episode goes out to those of you who have non-Judeo-Christian faiths, so Buddhist, fellow Hindu, Sanatana Dharma, followers, uh, New Agers, Zoroastrian, whatever. It's just something they do that, ah, uh, yes, I wanted to share this to be helpful to all of you. Before I do, though, welcome to my first show of 2024. It is January 13th. I've taken a few weeks off for the holiday, and um, I had a good Christmas um, with my in-laws and my girlfriend, and I hope you had a good holiday, whatever you did. Uh, basically, for me, Christmas is lots of food that my mother-in-law prepares, <laughs> and I am not going to turn that down and we we spend the night with them so we get meal after meal and she likes to prepare a lot and we watch movies and um every year we watch elf that's like a tradition <laughs> um but i'm back now after a few week break and i have lots of shows prepared um things i want to talk about with you this year that you will be noticing some slight changes uh in the way i do things numerous reasons I won't get into them but please subscribe if you want to know when the next show is I do try to schedule it so you'll see it coming I will say I think the motto for at least the first part of this year when it comes to my live streams is going to be um, calling out the BS literally uh, or figuratively we'll find out there seems to be a lot of that in religion. Sometimes I think that the reason more people aren't truly enlightened, and I don't mean folks who go around the, the L.A. crowd of, oh, I'm so enlightened, man, because, you know, I saw God while I was smoking a doobie, or, or I take yoga three times a week. No, no, I mean truly, profoundly Ramana Maharshi enlightened there's not a lot of them out there. And why I also think there's a lot of uh, bad gurus out there. And I think most gurus are actually not good. I've been thinking about this, and I think the reason is because there is a lot of lies and garbage and a lot of beliefs that many of us hold which may not be true. It may be that we believe things because we think they're true, and it's just, we just don't know. Um, you know I was reading something from uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam today, and I was like, well, this is really interesting that I didn't know before, so we're always learning, and that can be forgiven. But I think sometimes we deliberately tell lies, and deep down we know it's a lie, or we believe in lies. And uh, I think calling them out is going to be what I do this year. <laughs> it's not necessarily deliberate. It's just when I 
put together um, themes for shows, you know, whatever is of interest to me, I share on this channel. And, and I want to share things that are going to be beneficial to you, and it seems like calling out some of the lies is beneficial. Anyways, let's delve into one today. There is something Christians do that pisses me off, that you need to be aware of. It is a linguistic trap. It is a theological trap. It is a situation where something sounds like what you know, thus you kind of go, oh, okay, fine. But it's not. It is actually talking about something slightly different, which you may not think about. So you get tricked. It's an illusion. And I need to say, I often mention Christians on this channel because I live in a Christian country. And I really don't condemn them too bad. Uh, I've done a live episode reading from St. Francis. I'm sorry, Pope Francis. Big difference there. Uh, and I have uh, another one I'll be doing later on. And so I'm, you know, not horribly anti-Christian. I've even written a book about Christian science, which you can find in the link down below if you should be interested in Christian science. I find it absolutely fascinating. And speaking of which, we'll, we'll pull that link away. You've seen it enough. Um, thank you for those who have checked it out or supported me by buying some of my books, or um, you can contribute financially to, I know, BitChute um, has a way of contributing. Thank you. It, it means a lot. I don't hate Christians. I like them. I've shared some friends of mine who are rappers in an early, uh, not an early, um, in an episode I did a few months ago. I was happy to share their stuff. But sometimes Christians do something that just is like, ah, you know, can't you just, can you just do your thing? <laughs> so they always say, Jesus is the truth. The Bible is the truth. It's the one and only truth, and the rest of you, us, are wrong. You know, they said all the time, in some way, shape, or form. It is the light, the way, the truth, and some of them are universalists, and they're like, all oh, religions or whatever, but a lot of them are like, no, this is the way, and you're following Satan. Okay? You've heard that. I know you've heard that. So, if Christianity is the truth, the light, the way, the one and only true religion, then why do they lie about it? Why do they lie to us when they're trying to convert us? Think about that for a second. If your religion is the truth, it should speak for itself, right? You should study the Bible and go, yeah, this is way better than my 12 volumes of the Srimad Bhagavatam. I can barely spell that, but hey, it should just reveal itself instantly. But nope, they lie. And then they trap people who are ignorant or naive or not thinking, and they get lost, and thus Sanatana Dharma or Buddhism or other religions loses a good soul. And I want more souls in these religions. I don't want less. So what they do is something you have probably seen a hundred times. I have seen it a hundred times. And then around Christmas, um, someone put a meme up on Facebook. So I'm now going to share that meme and discuss it with you and why you should just kind of like look at Christmas and look at Christians next time they pull this little word trick on you and just go, yeah, homie, don't play that. <laughs> to quote in living color. Here is the meme. It says, the Muslims, Allah, 
is not God. Muhammad was a false prophet. Buddha is not God. Mary cannot save you. Saints cannot save you. The Pope cannot save you. There is only one God and Savior, and his name is Jesus. You may have heard something like this. Um, interesting, they could have put Krishna on this, but this is obviously anti-Catholic. This is a Protestant um, thing, which is going against the Catholics. So they don't have room for Krishna, but you may see Krishna cannot save you. Zoroaster cannot save you. Uh, I don't know. Name anyone, and it could be on this list if they had enough room. And the end will be the same. There is only one God and Savior, and his name is Jesus. Now, this is interesting because I want to dissect this cannot save you. What does that mean? Say, well, actually, no. Let's, let's back up. So, it, it mentions Muslims, Allah is not God. Um, Muhammad was a false prophet. I don't really want to talk about Islam right now. My knowledge of Islam is, is very limited. I have read the Quran, and I've read other books about it, um, but it's very limited, and um, so I'm actually just going to pretend those two sentences aren't here um, and just kind of let them go for a minute because there's a huge conversation we could have around Muhammad as a false prophet and, and Allah is not God, but I, I don't want to do that. I'm really looking at the line, Buddha is not God, Mary, the saints, and the Pope cannot save you. And then we're going to put into this, Krishna is not God, and thus Krishna cannot save you, or Buddha cannot, and none of these people can save you, only Jesus can. So just so you know where I, what I'm thinking. So let's talk about now, to go back to what I was saying, what does this save you? What does this mean? Save you from what? High taxes? <laughs> no. Save you from used car salesmen? <laughs> no. Save you from sin, right? This is the tricky part, because you probably responded in your head, yes, save you from sin. Um, that's the first thing you're going to think of. It, Mary cannot save you from sin. The saints cannot save The Pope cannot save you from sin. Buddha, whoever. This is the word play, and this is how they get you. Because in Christianity, sin has two definitions. The first definition is sin. Um, drinking. Um cheating on your spouse, um, you know, gambling, etc., etc. You know, basic skins, Ten Commandment things, things you're going to go to hell for. Sin. But there's another definition of sin, and this is the trickery. It is original sin. The story of Adam and Eve in the garden. Eve ate the apple, and thus the pair were condemned, and now women suffer, and men suffer, and life is suffering, and Jesus will save us with his blood. Okay. This kind of feels like it's saying, well, the saints cannot save you, you know, and we all think sin, but this is actually not really talking about gambling on Sunday, or whatever. This is talking about original sin, and whenever you see this, it's referring to original sin. Because Jesus died on the cross, not so that we wouldn't screw our neighbor's wife. 
<laughs> That's not why Jesus died. Because obviously it completely failed because so many people screw their neighbors' wives. It's not so that we wouldn't beat children. <laughs> it's not so we wouldn't cheat on our taxes. No, he saved us. Sorry. He died to save us from original sin, the sin of Adam and Eve that, according to Christians, every person inherits from the time they are born and lives with until they're dead unless they are saved. Or, at some point, they are born again and now born without original sin. That's what he died for. He didn't die to protect us from gambling. But when we see these things, we think of sin. They cannot save you from sin is a very common phrase. We hear it all the time. But that's what this, this is talking about, original sin. Okay, you got that. You, you, you should know this. I'm actually making huge theological concepts, um, pouring them into a funnel and just getting out, you know, very simple simple things here essentials is what i want here now why is this important this differentiation between original sin and sinful behavior because in sanatana dharma we do not have original sin the concept does not exist in any way shape or form it is nowhere to be found in any place you look. I'm actually going to go back so you can see my face a little bit. I'm sure you're getting bored of this. So, um, In Sanatana Dharma, we are created by Shiva. Our souls reincarnate. Okay? At some point, you may be freed from this reincarnation. At no point in time is there original sin. We don't have it. There is no Garden of Eden. There is no snake. There is no Adam and Eve in any Hindu scripture. And if there is, that probably is not an authentic scripture. And it's best to leave that scripture alone. The Vedas, uh, and I have the Rig Veda here on, on my shelf. It's huge. You will find no reference to any original sin. And that is, I believe, the oldest Hindu text, the core text from which everything else comes out of. There's no original sin. We don't have it. I don't believe in it. No more than I believe in eternal hell of damnation, which also doesn't exist. We do have sins. You can commit sins. Um, you know, you can do bad things. We have those. Every religion has those. But we don't have original sin. The concept to me is telling it's like saying that we all live underneath the earth and that when i look up at the sky i'm actually looking at the crust of the earth no <laughs> it's not true um it, it's just we don't have it buddhism does not have it uh be, for obvious historical reasons um zoroastrianism some other religions likely don't have it either if you don't have a religion that comes out of the Judeo-Christian mold, then you don't have original sin. Which means, when this meme says, save us, it is talking about saving us from original sin. Not from the sins of Sunday, but from original sin. Which means, if I don't have original sin, 
if it doesn't exist in my worldview at all, because I don't believe in the Bible, then what are you saving me from? You have nothing to save me from. So this whole thing of Jesus died for you, Jesus died for your sins and he is your savior, died for what? What? Seriously, what did he die for? There's no original sin for him to have saved me from. I don't have it, it doesn't exist. That's what this is saying. It saved you. Jesus saved you from original sin. But if you don't have original sin, then what did, what is or did Jesus save you from? Nothing. Thus, why do you want to convert to him to be your savior? Savior from what? Now, if we want to talk about sins, the gambling, Jesus can save you from those. He can teach you things and protect you, etc. But so can Buddha. So can our Lord Krishna. So can Shiva, Shakti, Lakshmi, Vishnu, Radha, Hanuman, Lord Rama. Name a, name a being. All of them. I can, lead, I can read the Ramayana and be saved from the sin of my sinful acts. Jesus is just another person. I I don't need him. I have Krishna. I have Krishna to save me from sins. So why would I go to Jesus to save me from sins? I already, I'm already saved. And if I don't have original sin, then what? what is Jesus? <laughs> so there is only one savior, but that implies original sin. That's it. That is the linguistic trick that this is playing. Now, we can also talk about this thing of not God, that there is only one God and Savior, and his name is Jesus. I actually thought Jesus was the Son of God. He's not actually God, but uh, the Trinity, uh, whatever. And, and Buddha is not God, but Buddha never said he was God. So who, who said Buddha was God? Nobody. Nobody said that. We don't believe that. Buddha is an enlightened being. He may be a demigod, but he's never said, I am the creator being. That's, that's, this is just literally giving you gibberish. This is, that line, Buddha is not God, is countering a line that's never been said. It's putting words into your mouth that aren't true, and then criticizing those words. Which is lying, which is just horrible lying. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore the Muslim thing. Mary, I don't believe she ever said she would save you. When did Mary say she would save us? Where is it in the Bible? It's not there, so this is lying. Saints aren't about saving people. This is lying. And nobody thinks the Pope can save them. For a religion that is the truth, the light, and the way, it lies. A lot. And we can say even more because of the Muhammad thing. Because if God is real, then Muhammad is not a fake prophet. But anyways, so much lying for a religion that is the truth. Why lie? And here it is, original sin. So, so many lies. So many lies. And it just makes me wonder. So hang on one second, I need to take a drink. <coughs> so if you see something like this, or if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, um, Jesus is, uh, you know, can save you from your sins, etc., etc., please say to that person, okay, 
that's thank you very much for your time, etc. You know, be nice to people, um, and then go. Well, there is no original sin. There's, there's so what can he save me from? And the Christian missionary will probably be befuddled. What do you mean? Well, you know, Jesus uh, well saves you from original sin because Adam and Eve. Well, there is no Adam and Eve. So in order to convert you to Jesus, that pastor, preacher, whoever you run into, is actually going to have to step back and prove to you that the Bible is real. <laughs> and the conversation's never going to get there because you're going to spend days and days, days convincing you that the Bible is real just to then convince you that Jesus can save you. That's what they have to do. But if they tell you Jesus can save you from original sin, please let them know they're bullshitting you. They are literally trying to make you believe in something that you don't believe in to convert to Jesus. It's, it's not true. There is no original sin. If you don't believe in the Bible, it doesn't exist. So how, what, what's the point of talking about being saved? There is no point. Krishna can save you from your sinful deeds if you need that. Krishna can do it. Um, we have Ganesha who can cut away your difficulties. That's what our beautiful elephant god does. <laughs> we have Lakshmi who can bring you wealth. We have all these beautiful, wonderful, amazing gods that can help you. You got it. You got everything you need. You don't need Jesus, and you don't need to then believe something to believe in something to believe in something. It's all a linguistic trap. So please do not fall into it. Uh, yeah, and that's it. That is all I wanted to say on this. This is a linguistic trap. So if someone comes to you, just say, okay, well, tell me about original sin, and it's just, this is going to fall apart. I don't want you to fall into these traps. So, um, yeah. That's my advice for you. That's my advice for the new year. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, yeah. It's not much. You probably figured out while wow, I was ramming what the point was. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. There's lots of these. But again, ask yourself, why do Christians have to lie? Oh, Buddha never said he was, or Buddha is not God, but Buddha never said he was a God. Why do they lie if their religion is the truth? You don't need to lie when you have the truth. Right? All right. Anyways, that's all for me today. Um, look forward to some really cool episodes this year, I hope. Uh, all sorts of things, a little bit different than maybe I talked about last year. Please subscribe if you're not already to make sure to catch the next episode. I won't be going out every week this year. Uh, I'm just very busy and I've started a second YouTube channel, so that's why I say subscribe. And I don't broadcast at the same time when I do go out. It depends on other things that are happening. So with that, I'm just going to say thank you as always for joining me. It means so much to have you here. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything. I want the absolute best for you. And I think Sanatana Dharma offers that. So with that, I'm going to say Jai Shri Krishna, Jai Shri Swami Narayan, and also check out the uh, my, my um, website and um, the uh, daily videos that I put up on this channel where I'm reading the scriptures. Uh, I think the next video that's about to go out tomorrow 
tomorrow is the start of the Ramayana. I'm reading Valmiki's seven-volume Ramayana. <laughs> it's a huge undertaking. It's going to take most of this year, along with some other things. So we're, we're really getting into this stuff. And I just finished um, uh, reading some Adi Shankara. I, I wanted to know about him. And I, yeah, it was, inter it was interesting. We'll just leave it there. Check out